Good morning, everybody. This is the Hardcore Mortgage Podcast brought to you by Capital Mortgage Funding, powered by Fairway Independent Mortgage, Equal Housing Lender. And I'm going to start off by saying that today on uh, Wednesday, June or July 22nd, um, happy that everybody's healthy and safe here in our office. Of course, we're not all in our office. We're all working from home. Our families are healthy and safe, and we're wishing everybody the same thing. Also, I want to let everybody know that uh, I had an opportunity to be on one of my mentors over the years. He has a podcast, and they have a, uh, a firm call every month and a client call, and that's Rick Bloom. You might have heard of Rick Bloom. He was the host of Money Talk, the Rick Bloom Money Talk show, which was heard on the precursor of 97.1, where Harvey and I and John Kolb, Lisa Lawson, Becky Alley, that we enjoy doing our show. Rick was really the one that was the inspiration to at least me on making sure that we treat our clients properly and really setting goals and objectives for our clients. And Rick had me talking about the mortgage industry, you know, things that we talk about every day here and that are boring to some, but it was very interesting to hear the perspective of how they went about things, really about the same things that we do every day. And that's having a client first mentality making sure that we're setting them up for success and also making sure that a, what are the client's goals and objectives, having a plan and making sure the client is saving money. So that's what we're all about here at Capital Mortgage Funding. Been doing it over 30 years. I'm blessed to have John Cole, who's doing, been doing this for over 22 years. Becky Alley, who's been doing this for over 15 years. And of course, my partner in crime on the radio show, started the radio show over 20 years ago. Harvey Freed has been doing the mortgage business thing for over 25 years. Harvey, welcome. And uh, what's on your mind this morning, buddy? Yeah, Harry, um, the buying experience for a lot of the buyers out there. Um, it's been really exciting for many of the new buyers out there. They're, they're getting their paperwork together. They're sitting down, putting a team together. Hopefully, uh, their mortgage lenders, capital mortgage funding. Um, hopefully, they're gathering tons of knowledge, moving forward with their purchases with a lot of confidence. I'm sorry to say we keep getting phone calls from many buyers who have made purchase agreement offers who don't have pre-approvals in their hands. And worse than that, they, they haven't been approved. And it's just a fun experience. And, you know, if I look at the clients out there, thank God, right now at this month, the, the purchase business that I took has been really strong. And. I've been waiting around a couple of weeks for most of my buyers to close at the end of the month here due to the sellers. We've spoken about this, that the sellers aren't in a hurry to close because they're still out looking for new properties. Um, but as I get closer to the end of the month, of course, today being the 22nd, um, we do see across, we're getting a lot of phone calls and we do see a lot of new purchase agreements coming in where the clients have not been pre-approved. In fact, they don't really have an approval in hand and they might not be able to get one. In one case in the office, Harry, we saw recently clients come to us very late and their co-borrowers haven't even completed their 2019 tax returns. So a lot of the things that we stress here, and, and I get on you, Harry, because I say to you, I want this show to be fresh. I want to give new information out and I want people to really enjoy the home buying experience. But only half of them are really taking advantage of, of that and getting what we say approved ahead of time. Yeah, I agree with you, Harvey, a wholeheartedly. I actually had a conversation with a real estate agent last night saying, this guy's ready to write. He's excited about it. Call him right now. Can I write this offer? You know, pushing me to stop what I'm doing. 
to give her a pre-approval. And I was like, hold up. I got to look at their credit. I got to look at their assets. So I got on the phone with this guy. He's trying to buy three investment properties. He has no idea where the funds are coming from. We look at the credit. He's got a bankruptcy, a foreclosure. No way this is an investment property candidate to write a 911 offer. So you're absolutely correct in what you're saying because we are seeing it a lot where we are getting a lot of unnecessary pressure put on us to you know sling out these pre-approvals as if they're just, and we're not going to do that here at Capital Mortgage Funding. We take a lot of pride in the fact that if I put my name on a piece of paper, I've looked at things the best of what I can control and based off the information that I had at that time, it was a good pre-approval. Now people make bad decisions and they do things and they self-sabotage themselves, but in this moment in time, like no one's going to pressure me or you or anyone to write a bad pre-approval because it's hot out there and everything needs to be five minutes ago, you know? So like I, you know, for sure what you're saying is spot on um, and you have people that are just wanting pre-approvals and then they're working backwards. And this is not at the atmosphere that you can work backwards. You need to get your ducks in a row right away. John Cole. Oh, I think you're muted, John. Unmute me. There you go. <laughs> um, uh, like we uh, discussed last week, you're getting purchase agreements that are sent over. I mean, as we were having the podcast list last week, I had a purchase agreement sent to me and it had a 30 day turnaround time. And I, as soon as that podcast was over, I immediately called the agents and I said, this is unrealistic. Uh, no one discussed the times with me. And these are realtors that uh, some realtors that we've never done business with before, some that we have. So it's just, you know, keeping the communication open. And you guys are right. You know, it's there's a lot of undue pressure. But if you address that undue pressure on the front end, it it helps relieve it on the back end. And, you know, it's it's, you know, it's just one of those things that as soon as you see something that is not what you think it should be, reach out, let the uh, let the uh, realtors know. I'm seeing more and more purchase agreements and addendums for seller concessions come across with things like, oh, there's, you know, but uh, buyer do accept the repairs on the front porch, uh, but seller did get the quote and uh, a seller concession of $500. So I call up the realtor. I'm like, you're joking me, right? You're, you're adding a repair requirement to the buyer who doesn't own the home and you're putting it as an addendum. I said, come on, you know, we got to be smarter than that. So it's reviewing the stuff on the front end, addressing it as soon as we can. We're all busy, uh, but we just got to take notes and do what we can so that it is, the undue pressure at the end is not always on us. And we have the, the, the ability to say, hey, we are not going to be able to do this. This is what I talked to you about three weeks ago. We need five, 10, 15 more days due to the current environment. And, you know, it works for me. You know, John, I was hoping that that would be the case. I was hoping that it would be that everybody is in this period of time where they've reevaluated certain things, what priorities are. People started out being very nice during, we'll call it this COVID period of time. And what I'm finding is I'm still getting the same calls. Rush, 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 hurry, hurry, hurry. If you don't close by this date, the seller is going to put the house back on the market realizing that appraisers are all busy, inspectors are all busy, vendors and title companies. I had a title company told me last week they couldn't close on a certain date because they're too busy. You would think everybody would take two step backs and say, you know what? Yeah, we'll chill out for a while, but I'm not seeing that. I'm seeing 
people back to their bad behavior. I'm going to call it as I see it because this is the Hardcore Morgan Show. And, and honestly, the word tolerate is a very aggressive word. I, I don't know that I'm going to tolerate that kind of behavior from anybody. So like you said, up front, setting the proper expectations up front, addressing it up front. I got a call to go along with what you said about a realtor calling you about, about that situation, a seller's concession that you had. I got a call last night from a realtor. It's 1030 at night. He said to me, and I quote, Harry, who is responsible for this private road maintenance agreement and the survey that is being requested? Why is that a seller's responsibility? Well, the answer to that question is it's the seller's responsibility because it's their property and they're the ones that should have had either A, a private road maintenance agreement in place or B, the land survey that they could have provided showing how the road is the easement on the property. That is something that goes with the property and whoever owns the property at that time, in my opinion, is responsible for providing that to the buyer. So that was my answer. But all in all, right now, the market is very hot. You're talking about pre-approval letters. That was the first question that Rick Bloom and his people asked me. What's the difference between a pre-qual letter and a pre-approval letter? And Harvey Freed, we don't do pre-qual letters. It, it's not, pre-qual is something that was done in the 80s. We do bona fide pre-approval letters, right? Yeah, we actually take it a step further. Um, so like anybody in today's marketplace, the listing agents are going to be calling the lenders and asking for verification. Have you received uh, their funds to close is the most important part of that transaction. Have you already ran their credit report? Have you run the findings through the automated system? Um, so the important documents are required up front. If you want to really have yourself in the best position possible, your mortgage lender needs to have you all set up and ready to go. That means you're constantly updating your pay stubs and bank statements. And also you've already provided the six or eight documents that are required to be 100% approved and ready to go. There's either you're completely approved and ready to go and you can close in 30 days or you can't. And again, some of the things we're running into are your tax returns haven't been filed. And even though the extension was to July 15th, just a few weeks ago, we have to be able to get a transcript through the IRS to verify that that tax return has been processed through the IRS. Again, a real important of these approval letters, even we're going to call them. Very few contingencies. And that way, the sellers are confident and your buyers are confident. And everyone involved in the transaction will be able to close in a smooth way. I yeah, mean, the reality is the industry is functioning at its highest capacity right now. This is lending. This is title. Title offices are taking longer getting title work to lenders because they have on both buyer and seller's part. I mean, you have verifications of employment still are taking longer because when we're verifying someone's employment, someone might be working from home. They're also backlog because maybe they were laid off for a certain period of time. I mean, so everything in general is taking a little bit longer. Government loans. I mean, so we do need to exercise patience and having level heads, although you know, it's starting to be that pressure where the, the real estate side of it is starting to be like, I need it now. I want my Oompa Loompa and I want it now. And we can't be like that. Like John's saying, you know, we, if you write a 30 day purchase agreement and there's 10 days of an inspection period in there, and then let's just say you guys go back and negotiate. Guess what? That 30 day transaction that you wrote now has got down to two weeks. 
Now you're starting a, you, and you're ready to move forward with us. And now we have two weeks into that purchase agreement date is, is ready to go. So that's why we're getting on the phone saying, look, what is on this document that sounded good at the time that you wrote the offer, but you included your 10 day inspection period in this. And right now it's unrealistic, not just from lending, but the title offices are not able to get these title documents for both buyer and seller in this timely fashion that is expected. Excellent. Hey, John Kolb, let's talk about refinancing for a second because it's a hot topic right now. One of the questions Rick Bloom asked me yesterday, and I'll let you answer it as well, is when is the right time to refinance? There's no right answer for that. It's everybody has a different scenario. So, I mean, I've got a lot of people that have come to me saying, oh, it's not going down a full percentage point. It's not worth it, right? I said, no, that makes zero sense. For some people, it makes sense if it's a half a point. It all depends on how much you're going to save, what kind of scenario we're putting you, taking you from and putting you into. And so, you know, are you currently an FHA loan with lifetime uh, mortgage insurance? Then, you know, getting into a conventional loan, even at the same interest rate, dropping that PMI makes, uh, makes huge sense because it's a better long-term loan. Um, you know, what I can tell you right now is that it's not the right time to refinance if you're planning on selling in a short period of time, your savings isn't uh, enough to uh, create a break-even point that you're saving money before you sell. So that's one of those things where you got to have somebody who understands uh, what's going on, uh, how, the, how the industry works, how the costs work, what the savings going to be, and can we make this and analyze this to make sense for you? Uh, I had a client call me in the other day, call in the other day that said, uh, oh, I'm, you know, I'm a math major in college. And, and, you know, this is what I need to see. And I said, well, that's great. But did you look at what the potential savings and how long you're going to be living in this home for versus what you're wanting to spend? And it was just another way of him giving him another avenue to look at it so that he could see all options because he was one of those guys that said, just put it into an Excel sheet and analyze it till the sun goes down. Um, so is there a right time to refinance? Yes. Is it the same for every single person? No. And I'm answering all my questions that I throw out to myself. <laughs> yeah, Becky, how about you, Becky? How about uh, how about when is the right time to refinance? Um, I do agree with John with what he said. You know, everyone is different. You know, just like I'm different, you're different. Everyone's loan situations are different. Right now, we're in a market where if it is going to make sense, chances are now is the time because we're looking at these historically low rates. Everyone's talking about it. There's a lot of noise where people think the rates are going down to zero. That's not going to happen. Um, but don't be one of those people where you are caught on the sideline waiting for that to happen. Chances are, if it is going to make sense, this is the time. Um, you have people that we've closed finance, you know, transactions a year ago where they bought their house and now we're refinancing and they actually have equity. We're getting rid of the PMI for them. So everyone is on the table right now, but I did have a few, like even last night I was working till 1130, hanging them out and I have two people where I just don't see where it's beneficial for them. They want it because it sounds better than the rate they have, but their loan amount is so small is on the smaller side where, I mean, if they throw extra towards the principal, they might as well just do that. And these are the conversations that we're having with our clients because you, you don't, if it doesn't make sense, we're going to give you our honest opinion and you can take it. You can put it in a spreadsheet and make a spreadsheet for that spreadsheet and look at it, but it's not going to change the reality of the fact that it may not make sense unless you want to go on a 15 year versus a 30, you know, there's yeah. a million different ways you can flip flop numbers to where it's going to make yourself be crazy. So our job is to put 
the best scenarios in front of you. You're going to be in the driver's seat. We're going to give you our opinion, but ultimately it is going to be your decision. Yeah. A Harvey Freed. I say refinancing. When is the best time to refinance? Just like John and Becky said, I think it's all situational. It's just like baseball. It's all situational. Whatever somebody's individual situation is, you have to sit down and you have to do the math. If they're able to save money, if they're able to shorten their term, if they're able to pay off toxic debt, if it's a win-win for them, that's what you have to do. But Harvey, like Becky said, we're not afraid to tell people, listen, the time isn't right for you. Don't do it. And just because you're getting all these mass calls, mass mailers, and mass emails, don't buy into that. So next question for you, Harvey Freed, is, you know what? What are the rates right now? I'm getting solicitations that says I can get like a 2% interest rate. Yeah, I haven't seen them quite that low, but um, I can tell you that the lack of knowledge that people who have mortgages and the lack of knowledge of the home buyers in America is really costing them a lot of money. Um, I, again, we've always stressed the fact that you can't throw your equity away, yet the lenders in the United States have decided to take advantage of everybody's lack of knowledge. So I strongly urge anybody who just happens to listen to this podcast, or again, if you have friends or family, send it to them. Your lack of knowledge is preventing you from saving money. Last night I looked at, we all know, I'll say it, I have a paper here that says the average on a purchase, let's just say the average, and it's not based on any credit score because you might get higher than 3.125 or three and a quarter on a 30-year mortgage. Well, last night I received a call from a family friend who was looking at a 2.99% interest rate on a 30-year and the closing costs were $14,000. Um, the just the discount points were three three points, so it was really embarrassing when they went over that, and they were embarrassed. And I and I also knew what they had done. And I I, I said at the beginning of the conversation, I surely hope you didn't give away five hundred dollars to be trapped into this. Well, they they're so embarrassed. They know it now. The lack of knowledge, and I'm, we're sorry to say, Harry, we do this every day, but society doesn't. And it's costing families a lot of their equity in their home. Yeah. Uh, John Kolb, I'm going to go to you, Becky Ellie, uh, and Harvey for the last word. John, how busy are you right now? And where do you see the market going in the next two to three months, purchase and refinance? Uh, we are beyond busy. Um, and, and it's a good thing. Like I keep telling people, I'm not going to complain, but it's uh, we're beyond busy. It's uh, it's hard to get back to every single person every single day, which is one of the things I always try to do. Um, but uh, you know, it, we just got to pick and choose what we're doing right now. Um, some of the harder loans that are uh, out there uh, that we would normally try to bend over backwards to do, we might just have to put on the back burner. Yes, we're going to do them at some point, but we can't we can't we can't clog our system down even more than it is by inserting those, those uh, files into our, our system because it's just going to really clog things up. So we're trying to be smart about things, give people good advice. I had a friend who wanted to do a, a renovation loan out of Indiana, uh, a purchase. And I said, you know, you better allocate 90 to 120 days for that. And it's not something that I'm going to be able to do right away. Um, and good luck trying to find a contractor. But if you do your homework the right way, and it's something that you need me to help, absolutely I will. Uh, just know that it's going to take a very long time. Excellent. Becky Alley? 
Yeah, same. I mean, I think that the rates, you know, the rumors are, I mean, you never know what it's going to, we don't have crystal balls. I mean, so all we can do is prepare and do I think the rates are going to stay relatively even keel? Okay. Yeah. Um, I do think that we're going to see the purchase market kind of slide right through the winter as well. Um, just because there was a delay, we obviously, the world's on fire every day. There's something else coming. So we're all dealing with the new normal right now where we just don't know what we're getting into. So the importance is if you are looking to get into this very competitive market, you do need to contact your us here at Capital Mortgage Funding or anyone for that matter, just to get your ducks in a row. So that way, when you're you're entering into this very overexerted like system, whether it's here, there, anywhere, it's smooth because purchases are always going to take priority over refinances just because there's contract dates and moving dates and things that we have to deal with. Um, refinances, though, I mean. Those are also, we take just as much priority as those as well. I mean, so it's kind of, it's a, it's a loaded question to answer. There's not really a right or wrong answer. I just think that um, if you're out there and if it makes sense, give us a call. If you think it makes sense, give us a call. Just, you know, we're just here to help you. Yep. Harvey Freed, last but certainly not least. I'll uh, go with the closing costs. Uh, whether you're refinancing or purchasing a new home, there are closing costs. These, uh, these fees, some of them are fees that are necessary, the title company costs, uh, credit reports, appraisals. In your state, it could be an attorney's fee. And each state's uh, title or uh, title cost, title insurance, recording surveys, all these type of fees involved in a transaction. You must become extremely knowledgeable on these fees. Uh, discount points and loan origination fees are what are used to lower your interest rate. And we keep saying these simple terms like do the math. Do the math and figure out What's the best offer for your refinance transaction and for your purchase transaction? Please give us a phone call. Um, it doesn't cost anything for us to review it for you and give you great advice. All right, Harvey. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Listen, I'm going to put it out there right now. I'm going to challenge everybody. I know you guys don't want me to do this. You don't like it when I do it. Here's how this works. Everybody wants a time frame. Purchase transactions that don't have many moving parts. What are moving parts? Are you self-employed? Did you file your taxes? Were you affected on a furlough of COVID? Did you go through a divorce? Do you have trust issues? Is your credit bad? Those are all moving parts on a file. If you're a standard W-2 borrower, your job has not been interrupted. You have two a month of pay stubs, two months of, uh, of uh, bank statements. You have your tax returns all ordered. Guess what? Your purchase transaction is going to go through in 25 to 35 days. Same thing on a refinance transaction, 30 to 45 days. If you're self-employed, if you haven't filed your taxes, if you haven't done any of those things and have some moving parts, John Kolb, that's a bad face. If you've, got, if you've got moving parts on your file, it's going to take longer. That's just the way it is. I don't want to hear about it. You can call me, 1-800-LOW-RATE, 248-569-7283. Email me at hglans at lowrateonline.com. With all your compliments and all your complaints, please do not hit up my people. Please hit me up. I'll take the brunt of it. You send them to me. I'll take it. I'll go over your file thoroughly, and then I will go ahead and I will instruct as to what is needed and what is necessary. This business is not complicated. There are lenders out there that make it more complicated. I'm okay with that. Whatever you need, we're going to take care of it. Last, certainly not least, glad all of you are healthy. Glad that we could do this remotely. Glad that we're busy and that our uh, families, that we can provide for our families. And ladies and gentlemen, 
It was my honor to be on with Rick Bloom and his posse yesterday. He is still the guy that I look up to in the radio business all these years. I'm going to tell you why, because he gave the proper advice. He did it objectively. He did it thoroughly with all of your best interests at heart. And that's what we try to provide here. We want to save you money. We want to set you up for success. And we want to make sure that we meet your goals and objectives in helping your family su succeed. So for Becky Alley, Harvey Freed, John Kolb, Roberto Beauchene in the booth, producing and directing all at the same time. Roberto, how many hands do you really have? I mean, you got your hands in everything. And we thank you very much for that. Everybody, we'll talk to you next time. Tune in to the Hardcore Mortgage Real Estate Business Show, 97.1 FM, every Saturday from 9 to 10. Also, Facebook Live. Hit me up, hglands at lowrateonline.com. Let me know what you're thinking. I'll talk to you guys soon. We're out.